Com, the online IT encyclopedia and learning center. I'm Alex Howard, assistant editor at whatis.com. We invite you to visit whatis.com, the secret of those who always seem to know it all, and sign up for the Word of the Day newsletter. Learn one new thing every day. The topic of today's buzzword is pretexting, a term that rocketed into the news after its use last week by private investigators hired by the then chairwoman of HP, Patricia Dunn, to ferret out who on HP's board had been leaking long-term corporate strategy. Pretexting is a form of social engineering in which an individual lies about his or her identity or purpose to obtain privileged data about another individual. A pretexter may then use this data to engage in identity theft or corporate espionage. Pretexting may be employed by telephone or email, through customer service instant messaging, or a company website. A pretexter may use a variety of strategies to obtain personal information. In one scenario, for example, the pretexter might call an individual claiming affiliation with a bank, survey firm, or credit agency. In another scenario, a pretexter might claim to be a customer, client, or employee of a company to gain access to phone or electronic records. After establishing trust with a targeted individual, the pretexter might ask a series of questions designed to gather key individual identifiers like social security numbers, a mother's maiden name, place, or date of birth, or account numbers under the guise of needing to confirm the individual's identity or account. A pretexter could also use forged or stolen identification documents to extract customer information directly from a targeted institution. Pretexting to gain access to financial data was specifically banned by the Graham-Leach-Bliley Act in 1999. However, private investigators, hackers, and data brokers continued to use pretexting to gain access to other types of information. The pretexting restrictions defined by the Graham-Leach-Bliley Act apply to all organizations that handle financial data, including banks, brokerages, credit unions, income tax preparers, debt collection agencies, real estate firms, and credit reporting agencies. The Act's restrictions do not apply to information that enters the public domain as a matter of public record, which include details of real estate transactions, property taxes, bankruptcy, or police records. The distinction between legal and illegal behavior is particularly blurred with regards to phone, SMS, email, and other telecommunications records, as the laws regulating the privacy of this type of information vary from one state to another in the U.S. and from one country to another beyond. The Federal Trade Commission here in the U.S., or FTC, has attempted to bar pretexting for telephone records under Section 5 of the FTC Act, which bars, quote, unfair or deceptive acts in business practices, end quote and which has filed several lawsuits against online data brokers to that end. As of September 2006, there was legislation before both the U.S. House of Representatives and Senate that would make pretexting for telephone records a criminal offense. As I said earlier, a firm contracted by Hewlett Packard Chair Patricia Dunn used pretexting to gain access to telephone records of HP's Board of Directors. Dunn engaged the firm, which then contracted another set of private investigators to look into the communications records of board members after insider information about HP's long-term strategic plans appeared in News.com. A private investigator then posed as board member and influential venture capitalist Tom Perkins to gain access to his phone records at a wireless company, a strategy that led to his resignation and protest from HP's board. In California, where the incident occurred, 
HP's actions may be illegal under civil statutes regulating identity theft and the use of computer systems to illegally gather information. We're not the only ones that see pretexting as a buzzword. A story written by Matt Richtel, appearing in the Week in Review section of the New York Times on September 17th, pointed out that pretexting is, quote, a term of art in the private detective world that refers to couching one's identity and desires in favorable or non-aggressive terms to get information. Pretexting is also sometimes known as gagging, a graphic term for causing a source to divulge information, end quote. Rictel lists some other related terms to consider if you're interested in learning more about pretexting, including the so-called busy back number scheme, where investigators call a relative or friend of the person they are trying to find, offer an incentive to call back, and then leave a number for the person to call, except that the given phone number is always busy. The target calls back without detecting the call, the system captures the number, and then the investigators can go to work tracking down the location of the captured number. Another similar strategy, caller ID spoofing, involves something we could call pre-numbering, where instead of pretending to be something else on the phone or email, the investigator uses specialized equipment, IP telephony, or similar web services to make it appear that a target is being contacted by a trusted number from a family member or friend, which then makes them that much more likely to pick up the phone and make contact. Well, I hope you've learned something new about pretexting and social engineering today. For more information about pretexting, make sure to visit whatis.com or our sister site, searchcao.com, to find expert advice, white papers, and more excellent features. And don't forget to sign up for the Word of the Day and Buzzword newsletters. If there's something you missed in today's podcast or some other subject you'd like us to cover in a future broadcast, let us know at editor at whatis.com. Thank you.